0: Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dike Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dike Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. joy
1: Our first testimony is by Albert Te'ekwamin. Church, help me welcome Albert to bring us his testimony.
2: Hallelujah. Please, my name is Albert Te'ekwamin, and I'm the GSO of Asia Community. Okay, so... My testimony is about how God gave me a mighty miracle, money through the prayers of our mother, E.S. Joy.
1: I didn't hear you say, I'll be there. I didn't, I didn't see you standing to grab the miracle.
2: I think I've been sitting on this testimony for a long time. So last week, when Haniel was sharing his testimony, I felt the Holy Spirit convicting me to come and share it. So somewhere last year, during the COVID period, um, um, we used to have some services here with mommy. And when I came around the first time, I was leaving and Reverend Seth asked me that, do I have any video skills or anything? And I said, oh, I know something small. And he said, okay, he's joining me to the production team so I can learn from Qatar. So I also want to use this opportunity to say thank you to Reverend Seth for adding me to the team. So one of the services we came and mommy was about preaching. So as she was preaching, then all of a sudden mommy told us that, we should stop all what we are doing and we should go offline hold on you keep saying mommy mommy, mommy. who is mommy yes joy yes she told us that we should stop the service and go offline so when we went offline then she was telling us about how she was paying her tithe on everything she got and how she had been receiving provision so all of a sudden she told us that everybody should look for one city but she wants to share a prayer so Everybody got one CD. I also got one CD. When mommy was praying, I was imagining, child, someone give me some thousand CDs. So I used to sort myself out.
1: See, don't look at him somewhere. Some of you have such mentalities. Once they say give one CD, you're expecting 50 CDs. 100. Your, your faith is too low. Please tell your neighbor your faith is too low.
2: So I actually went home. And now, when I was home, I was planning to come back to Kumasi again. But I had to go and live with my grandma at Son Treso. And it was so far from this place. So I didn't want to go there. So I was believing God that I'll get some money to sort out some accommodation somewhere so that I can be close by. So after I finished parking, still no show. I didn't hear anything from my parents, nothing, because they told me that if I'm coming here, then I should go and live with my grandma because they don't expect I should not expect them to. Give me money for accommodation. But how many, many of you
1: can relate to this kind of
2: you know, conversation? So I, so on the last night after I had packed, my mother was saying, I'm going. I said, yes, I'm going. Then I said, okay, I have this friend I was going to see. So I went to see my friend and he he's into business. So we were chatting and he was telling me about how his goods have come. And he's going to clear it at the harbor. And I was just sitting down looking at him. But before I went, I was praying and I was telling God that God should give me a miracle. So when I went, he was having an envelope. And in the envelope, he was showing me that, oh, this is $400. He's trying to even add some to it. So that he will go and use to clear his goods at the harbor and things. And I was just sitting down. Nodding. Then all of a sudden, he looked at me and he asked me that. So you actually are going to Kuma. I said, where are you going to stay? Then I looked at him Then I told him that honestly i don't know but i'm still going then we were chatting then he just said oh if you don't know where you are going to stay then take this brown envelope
1: i don't know why you are still sitting down there like that i don't know why you are not tapping and shouting i receive it listen The guy, when he went to visit the guy, the guy, the guy already had a brown envelope, and he was saying that he needed money to go and clear his goods at the harbor The brown envelope, Albert do not know what it contained. But before he realized, the guy turned the brown envelope like this thing that received the brown envelope. Oh, I thought you would say I receive it. Receive your brown envelope this week. Receive your dollars this week. Receive a divine provision this week that
2: is not all, calm down That's not all. so after, after he gave me the brown envelope he really overed me because I was not expecting where I would get the money from or so then he told me that oh I should wait for him, then he turned to open a drawer and he removed another $100 and he added it to it At the end, when I was leaving, he gave, he gave me $500 in order that. I should take it. it and use it to sort myself out. So when I got over where, I was just sitting down, trying, like, where would this miracle come from? And honestly, I thought the Holy Spirit just reminded me of the prayers that went on here and how mommy was telling us that she kept paying tight on everything she had. And God was sorting her out every day. So... Personally, I want to thank God first and I also want to thank our mother E.S. Joy for always praying for us. And I want to every, encourage everybody in church that let's believe anything our mother tells us and also let's pay our tithe. Amen. Amen.
1: And also when you are told to find one CD, actually find the one CD. And when you find it, you drop it in the basket. Let your faith be up a bit. It should be higher and expect higher things. Amen. Our second testimony is from Susie. Church, help us welcome
3: Rosario
1: Classics herself. Oh, encourage her with your hand clap. Rosario Classics from... Rosario Classics from Coral Stars. Please introduce yourself. Hallelujah.
4: My name is Susie, and I'd like to share... Uh, T- my testimony. Where is, which one is your I Mention your persona. <laughs> I'm from the curl Stars. <laughs> yes. So um, I would like to thank God for so many things for a series of joint things. They are all related. I didn't hear related. you say I tap. <laughs> I didn't hear you say I receive it. So two years ago, um, on 14th September, 2019, um, ES Joy dedicated my first lingerie shop. I have a business. And so she dedicated it at Jinyase. And I remember the day she came, we were having a conversation about, I mean, general stuff. And I said, oh, so from here, I want to have a shop in Accra. And I said, why not another one in Kumase? So she said, and I said, oh, that one is powerful. So, I mean, that was the, you know, the end of the conversation, but it went on and on about other things. And exactly two years from now, out of nowhere in July, my landlord called me and said oh i want to have i want to do a renovation so i'm going to break down your shop and then rebuild and when i'm done building you can have back your shop and that time we are i was actually preparing in the process of getting some money to start a shop in accra specifically around the east lagoon area
1: (laughs) How many of you were here for the all night?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, um, all of a sudden, I was like, okay. Then he showed me the plan. He actually brought the plan and everything. I said, ah, so this man has been thinking about this thing since, since, since. And he didn't even say anything about it. So he showed the plan. said, oh, don't worry. What do you think about it? Do you think it's a good idea to have more shops? I said, oh, yes, it's, it's good. So he said, okay, he's actually happy. I also agree with him. So um, I have to find a place in the meantime, eh? And then, so it brought my mind to what mommy said about another shop in Kumase. It was practically happening. It was practically happening. So, at that time, the money I needed for the relocation, I didn't have it. All I had in my account was something, a little about 22000 Because we're trying to get a shop in Accra. You remember that? Spot. I didn't hear you saying, I tap or I'll it. Do you have
1: 22000 in your account?
4: Esther, do you have twenty-two? 000? But why didn't you see I tap? And this was money we had, I mean, I had saved for a while. So I went to look around for shops, and the costs we were getting were 120,000, 60,000, 80,000, the least was 50,000. And coming. I didn't have it. And I didn't know how I would shut down the shop too, because although we run online, the physical location also helps because people want to come in. Yes. So, I just prayed about it. I told mommy about it. She prayed for me in the office. And then, I was just trusting God. Then one day, I was walking with Scholastica down the road. When we saw that shop, the new shop, we saw it. And Scholastica said, oh, let's call this. And I said, yeah, but this one, it looks too small. It's some, I mean, Because my, my own shop is really big. So, I said, oh, you let's just call and see. So, we called them. We, we inspected the place. I said, okay, I'll come back. Later on, I went to look for a shop I didn't get. So I went back there. And that, I mean, I went back there. And I remember that when we were interacting with the man, the man said, oh, where? He asked me which church I belong to. I said, oh, I'm in uh, Fountain of Life Cathedral. I said, oh, sorry, Ben, no, no. I said, oh, Lighthouse. He said, ah, so do you know Bishop Booth? I said, oh, that's my pastor. Then he said, oh, about. Oh, you missed a I very said, good yes. place to
1: put your hands together.
4: And, she, and, and he said that, oh, the, the owner of the place actually wanted to give it to his wife for a cosmetic shop. But if my pastor is Bishop Bruce, then you will give it to me. I see the name of your pastor making a way for you, paving doors and opening many, many doors for you in Jesus' name. And he actually spoke to the, the owner. They got everything ready, and I was able to move into the shop. Now, I had paid the rent, but I didn't have money to sort out the other things that I had to do for Then I remembered some time ago, mommy traveled to um, Bishop Apache's church, Mozambique. And when she came back, she was sharing a testimony with us about how she had so many bills to pay and um, she didn't know how to sort them out. Then this song um, by Travis Green, God, um, you made a way. She kept playing it, she kept on re- um, replay and God just showed her how to sort out every single bill
2: so i kept i started playing
4: that song i went to look for it i started playing that song and i just said god just like you did for my pastor please do the same for me and to that glory you see some of
1: you hear the words from our pastor E.S. joy and you take it for granted you hear some of the stories she tells you and you take it for granted susie here heard what sister joy said even about playing music you made a way this may be something you play or you hear all the time you don't make so much of it but because Joy used it for a spiritual purpose and it worked for her she also tried to do the same thing and then what happened
4: so to the glory of god every single time the artisans brought a bill bills i mean and when they were bringing their bills i'm like about this small shop why should you bring a bill every time there's over ten thousand and things and i didn't have the money every single time. God just made a way. There were times I could literally hear that, put this particular item on sale. And I'll hear for this amount of money. And I'll tell the Holy Spirit that, ah, for this money, there, yeah, it means that me crowd run at a loss, so just put it up. And I'll post on my status and in less than 30 minutes. All those things will get finished. It was quite, it was so amazing. I had never seen some before. I could hear the voice, put this thing on sale. I'll be there. Have you do you remember this thing you put in this locker? Bring it, put it on sale. And all the bills were sorted out. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. Not by taking a loan. I don't even I mean I don't even I, I don't even know how to take a loan from my bank. Not by taking a loan, but every single bill was paid. And then we opened the shop. Uh, no, the shop wasn't opened. So it now brings me to the convention and uh, to the all-night we had with Prophet his Lord Amma. If you remember so clearly, if you were here, he said, God took him to East Legon and brought him back. And he's showing him a shop that's opposite a guest house. And, I mean, it went on and on. Now, on the Tuesday, we had to open the shop. Remember, the prophet had prayed for me, prayed for, I mean, my business and everything. On the Tuesday morning, when we were getting the shop ready, my little brother said, oh, he was going to campus to see his supervisor. And this boy has been driving for a while now. He actually drives my father when they're home to, from Accra to Latte, Debris Mountain. So you can clearly see that, oh, this is someone who drives well and all that. He has a license. So I said, okay. He said, he could, have, could he, can, I, can I borrow your car? I said, okay, you're going to campus, you come back. A few minutes later, my phone was brought to me, and he had been calling. So I called back, and he you said, You left out some of the details.
1: I was there, say
4: all that. <laughs> so, yes. So Which one? That I was there, we brought your ah, phone to you. we you I, So I was there. She, she brought, my, they brought my phone to me. And then my brother just said, Someone ran into me. I said, So where are you? I had the assist station. Turn around and come back. And he came back. When he came. Bear in
1: mind, this was the morning of the opening of the, shop, of the new
4: show. Yes. When he came, someone had run into the side of the car, the passenger side. And I mean, yes, someone had run into him. I just said, "Thank you, Jesus," because they've been looking for me and they can't find me. So, my mother's first graduate, who has just completed school,
1: who looks exactly like you, who has your
4: face, who has my face, they want to clear him. So they'll say that I have used them to do something. To open your new shop, your brand. To open my shop. I mean, I was but shocked. That's how the story goes. It, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, that, that would have oh, been the case. You a good point to glorify God and to put your hands together.
1: God changed the story. God did not make us bad news on the opening of
4: Carriage Shop Ontario Classic. And I remember when I sent the pictures to mommy, she just said, the devil is pissed off. They are just angry, but nothing they would do would work. And I thank God so much for the life of my brother and for the fact that they couldn't kill my joy that day. I mean, I was overwhelmed. The joy was, it was so evident. I had friends coming all the way from Accra to support me. I had people coming from, I mean, all my church friends were there. It was amazing. It was so nice. <laughs> and I was there, I was there. Yes, so I thank God so much. And then I remember at the beginning of this year, daddy was saying that, you will hear congratulations, congratulations, congratulations every time. Almost every single month of this year, I have heard congratulations for something because I got selected to join um, a US embassy program for um, oh, it's um, Academy for Women Entrepreneurs, and I got selected. It was the first time they had opened it to um, Ashanti region. I got selected. We graduated in August. And I had a lot of congratulations during that time for the shop opening. A lot of congratulations almost every single month to the extent that I was speaking with my father who didn't used to like the idea of a business just this weekend. And he was saying that, oh, he's thinking, somebody's wanting to pay him some money. When the money comes, he will give it to me to invest into my business. I mean, I haven't asked him for anything, but God is just making a way. And I would like to thank God so much for all the amazing things. And to tell you that, if you are here, you are in a good place. I mean, I've been here since 2015. Wow. I, joined, I joined the church in 2014 when I went to Benin. And when I came back, our pastor in Benin asked us, to come to Ayediase, I was the only person amongst my friends who came. I was the only person. And there were some of them can't be found in church. Some of them, they were better. Me, I was a very bad girl. So I was very some way But amongst all of us, I am the one. I was the first to get married. Through me, one of them got married to my husband's best friend. Yes. Hey, I didn't say you tapping, to and then God bless me through this church. I mean, pain of tithe, of friends, just being here, just being here has been a big blessing to me. And just being able to talk to mommy about things, talk to E S Joy, and the pastors around because Pastor Junior is my business coach. I mean, he will be the ones that don't do this, do this. Just give it this. up for Pastor Junior. So I would like to thank God. You are in a good place. So please stay here. You are in a good place. Please stay here. Amen. Amen,
1: church. Why don't you appreciate Rosario
4: for that powerful testimony? Amen.
1: I just want to add my small testimony to it. So I also started some small business just last week. And on Friday, I decided that, oh, let me head to the market and buy some fruits. It's a fruit juice business. And buy some fruits for my small business i live around rcc so between my 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 gates and then the golden tulip intersection that leads to a doom there were no cars it was just about 7 30 am there were no cars on the road i saw this taxi afar off so i decided to cross and go to a doom before i knew it the taxi jumped into my car like i heard boom I was just there. And every morning before, like since I got the car, anytime I sit in the car, I pray. I say, angels, Holy Spirit, we are moving. So, when the thing happened, bro, I said, ah. So I sat in the car for quite some time. Then I saw that the taxi gone there. He was shouting and throwing his hands in the air. Then I got down. Then I remember that when Susie, the accident happened, she said that as soon as there's an accident, get down, take pictures of the scene and things. So I remember that I said, hey, don't sit in the car. Get down. Then I got down. Then I started to take a picture. Then he started to insult me. Hey, you, you will pay for my, my headlights. So I said, I will pay for your headlights. So I checked my car and I saw that, oh, nothing. So I was wondering where the boom was from. And it was my side, oh. I was wondering where the boom was from. So I saw that was just some scratches. Then I saw his car, his tail light was off. His thing, the front there was dented extremely. That Then I became comfortable. I said, okay. Then he said, "Eh, "You you pay for." I said, "I'm not paying for anything. Do you see where I was? I'm calling the commander. I'm calling the police. They are coming here. I I am a lawyer." Then people, funny enough, people came around, and then they started to say like they were talking my in my favor. Like, no, looking at where you hit her, it was your fault. Couldn't you step on the brakes? Couldn't you step on the? You saw that she was crossing. He said no. Then the woman sitting in the car was. I said, "Oh, madam, you were a woman, please." be truthful a bit she said no 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 i thought that they were right and then I, I said how can it be that i'll think this way and god delivered me from that situation god sent a friend of my husband even me I, he's not so much of my friend he came there right there he told me to sit in my car and drive off but i went to buy my things i came back home later in the day he called me to see that oh he sorted out the guy the guy left i didn't have to pay any bills nothing happened to me the main point is here the main point is here. Whenever you are advancing in life, whenever you are doing anything, you are taking a huge step in life, know that the devil is alert. The Bible said your enemy the adversary is moving to and fro. He hasn't stopped. So anytime you are entering another venture, please invest a lot of prayer into it because you do not know the attacks that will come your way. Thank you very much.
5: church so much I looked at him in, in amazement then I said it seems to be new around here have you forgotten how much time you spend with your girlfriends? have you forgotten how much time you spend watching movies forgotten how much time spent at the club are oh, you that you're such a stupid question i love church i have no apologies about the way i spend my time everyone can choose what you want i love church and i have no apologies for loving God and the church I will spend my time in the house of God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I told him I can't get enough of church Perhaps church is boring too back to me church is everything that is where i get to know the special way jesus said where two or three are god in my name i will be there i'll be there in the special way the lord your god in the midst of the is my how I love the sweet fellowship I find in the church. I love church, I have no apologies about the way I spend my time. Everyone can choose what he wants. I love church and I have no apologies for loving God and the church. I will spend my time in the house of God. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh I want to make it clear to everyone who I why I love the church so much i love church cause i get to see the brethren when you are saved you begin to love the brethren that is how you know that you have passed from death to life because you love the brethren in a special way go up in the lord jesus Start loving God, loving His church, and loving His people. I love church and I have no apologies about the way I spend my time everyone can choose what he wants I love church and I have no apologies for loving God and the church I would spend my time in the house of God I love church and I have no apologies about the way I spend my time, everyone can choose what he wants. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah. Have you forgotten how much time you spend with your girlfriend? Have you forgotten how much time to spend watching movies? Have you forgotten how much time to spend at the love? I am a Mr. mature I see such a stupid person. I love church, I have no apologies about the way I spend my time. Everyone can choose. I love church and I have no apologies for loving God and His church. I will spend my time in the house of God. Hallelujah. Thank
6: Hallelujah. Just lift up your two hands. Thank the Lord opportunity to be in his presence. Don't let me have to shout, please. Give me some volume. Just lift up your two hands and thank the Lord this morning. Thank him for the opportunity to be together. Thank you for the opportunity to have heard all the things we've heard, to worship him, sing to him. Thank him especially for the testimonies of the day. Believe God for your own testimonies. Father, we're grateful. We're grateful. Thank you for an opportunity such as this. Thank you that we can be together, oh God. It's not so long ago we remember when we could not meet. But by your grace and your mercy, we are here today. We're so grateful. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Fa, Amen. And I believe that God himself is with us. Do you believe such things? Now, before I start, I have a few announcements. These days I do my announcements before, because afterwards, I don't know, I forget. And then I will, will come and drive them home again. <laughs> All right. Now the first announcement, I just want to repeat something I said last week that we are recruiting students for the Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center, the best Bible school you can find anywhere on the continent of Africa. Amen. And I am not saying that as a cliche. I actually mean it. And so I want to encourage you, if the thought has crossed your mind, there's a reason why it crossed your mind. Are you there? Me, it has not crossed my mind. (laughs) Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. It has not crossed my mind. Uh Uh-huh by the mind if that's crossed your mind perchance the Lord is saying something to you yeah our father has given a scholarship that functions such that you pay no tuition fees and you pay no hostel fees and if you are here in this area you know what it costs to have a hostel yeah you know what it costs to have a place are you there so it's a whole lot of money that is um, what should I say spent on you and we also support you to go so that as you are there, I mean, we have people who went, when Pastor Danny went, he didn't get any support. When Pastor George went, he didn't get any support. Uh, uh, Albert, he went and you came. Yeah, so you guys, you are just blessed. You are just blessed. Are you there? But even then, they went and they came and they, I, I've known them before they went. They are different people. Yesterday, Reverend Seth came and he just shook his head like that. And he said, Pastor George has been my friend. But the preaching I heard at the crusade, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that changed. That changed. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. That changed. And he said it once, and he said it the second time, and we finished what we're meeting over, and he said it the third time. You see, yeah. And he didn't tell you, eh? He said it to me. He said, Mommy, the preaching that I heard. Are you there? Hey, you are very quiet, though. Yeah. And the person who was translating for him, Pastor Charles, is also a product of Anakazo. <laughs> and I hear that Charlie, the just said, Spirit and Spirit, and they were moving. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to encourage you. Nine months out of your life is nothing. Eighteen months out of your, the whole of your life is nothing. Are you getting me? Something that will affect you and help you. So if you, if you have that mind, if that thought has occurred to you, Come and talk to Lady Reverend Humi. I've given her another assignment today. She's not here. But you can also talk to Reverend Isaac. And you can also speak to Awo. Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. For all you know, that is where God has placed your blessing. Yeah, blessings are tied to places. When you move out of your place, you suddenly see that the blessings are not finding you. Ah, the church is quiet again. Okay. I see that unbelievers have come to church this morning. No, but it's very what I'm saying is very true. What I'm saying to you is very true. I've seen it over and over and over again, so much so that I believe it. A young lady came to visit her sister in Tamale one time. And when she came, she had finished school to a certain point. She was in between things. She used to live with her sister. Her sister was married, had children, and she used to stay there and help them out. And then the husband was transferred to work with a bank in Tamale. So she was just coming on a visit, telling her neighbor a visit. And the visit was two weeks. And at the end of two weeks, Mazeman said, ah, but as you are going, what are you going to go and do? She said, actually, right now, nothing. She is just going. And my husband said, I don't think you should go. I don't think you should go. And she allowed herself to receive counsel. She stayed in the city. She got a job with an NGO that she still holds. That NGO, at a point, it even went through a time of shaking. People lost their job as she she has been employed. Today she is a mother, she's a wife, her husband was up there, her job was up there, her future was up there, but it came like somebody just saying, why don't you hang around a little? So somebody, I think your blessing is in Mampo. Yeah. Amen. Next week's Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell neighbor, next week's Sunday. We have the convener, Bishop Emmanuel in Visiting us for our service, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Charlie, don't take it lightly. Oh. Don't take it lightly. If you want to see Bishop Dag in somebody else's body, you should come and listen to him. Yeah. And so we are blessed to have him on the Sunday morning. Tell him, but don't do your Sunday things. The things you normally do. The things you do. Not this week. Please, not this week. Yeah. We're going to be here and we're going to enjoy his presence. Amen. Are you there? And as he comes, I know that we will not be the same again. Amen. Oh, sit down. Sit down. More mommy pressure. More mommy pressure. Next week's Sunday is also Honor Your Prophet Sunday. Amen. Honor your prophet Sunday. The picture should have changed by now. And (laughs) (laughs) you see, many times we like to honor dead people. Yeah, we love to honor dead people. You want to now carry all the flowers you didn't give the person. You now carry them and bring them. Are you there? You are waiting. When your father dies, you paint the house. Paint it now. When he's alive and he can enjoy it. Are you with me? But in this house, we don't wait for people to die to honor them. We do it when they are alive. Amen. Oh, hello. Yeah, when they can enjoy it. I want to just read something very briefly. You see, there are many ways to honor a person. Yeah, when you, when you, the way that you acknowledge the person, the way that you receive and accept the person, are you there? These are all part of honoring. But you can also honor the person with your substance, and we try to do this once every year. You can always do it more. Yeah, maybe I like to do it more. I made up my mind that I should begin to just let it flow, but I just want to read something to you. When you honor with your substance, you can do it by presenting something. Turn to Malachi chapter 1. Now, I'm reading something. The gift you give represents the person's worth and greatness to you. Not to somebody, to you. Are you seeing it? What you give represents the person's worth and greatness to you. Wow. Malachi 1, six, I'm reading from verse 6 to verse 8. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Said the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? You offer polluted bread upon my altar, and you say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. And if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto your governor. Will he be pleased with you or accept your person? Said the Lord of hosts. Are you there? So you are honoring by presenting a usable gift, something respectable. And in this scripture, the Lord is teaching us. And he says that that thing that you are bringing, will you give it to your governor? Will you give it to your original minister? What you are bringing? I mean, it's a question for you. It's just a question for you. Are you there? Whatever you are bringing, would you present it to a human being who has no influence over your life, just that he's sitting in a certain seat? I say that if I am a father, where is my honor? I want you to take your own envelope because even that is part of the honor—to get up and get an envelope and put your own gift inside. Amen. I am very happy that our convener is visiting us next Sunday because we will package everything, plus your letters and everything, and say, please, this is our package right from A.D.I.C. As you go back, we know that you see our Father. Please, give it to him for us. (laughs) Amen. So find your own envelope. Write your own note, Put your own gift inside. Are you there? Go and change your gift into dollars. If it's $2, put it inside the thing. Only that as you're putting it inside. Be careful. (laughs) And my pastor, when you send this, why are you changing it to dollars? You know, when you send him a dollar gift, you see, you and I, we don't use dollars on our market. Are you there? The person understands, number one, you have made an extra effort. Number two, you have given him something that will be there until he needs it. It's a very good way to save. Yes, it's a very good way to save. Do you know why you save? When, the, when you are short of gas, you cannot go and change your dollars to use the to buy the gas. <laughs> so it's a very good form of savings. And you see the effort, and then you send it. And it's a currency that does not do what ours does. Ours, it dances. What 50 CDs could buy last month, it cannot buy it. Yes, man. The other day, I was asking for some tomatoes, and then they were counting one, two, three, four, five. When I looked at it, I said, One tomato is one CD. I mean, where, where, where what is that? Ask your name, what is that? What is that? What is that? So, you have given him something that even if he doesn't use it immediately, when he's ready to use it, it has the same value it had when you did it. If you don't have I me, mean, I don't know where to get it. Please put your CDs in the envelope. Ah, drinks, oh, oh, too difficult. And bring it. And put it in an envelope. And if I were you, I'll write my name on it. So that if he decides to pray for every name that he can see, I'll be inside the prayer. And then you bring it. Amen. Is that okay? Are we going to do our best? Oh, I said, are we going to do our best? You are, look, it says that what you give, eh, It represents what, the value of the person to you. Yeah. Media yeah. is my everything. My husband and I, he's our everything. So put it together. Now, we have some upcoming programs, and I want you to take whatever you write upon and write it down. Is that okay? Write it down, because it's from now to December. It's from now to December. The first thing is that from now to December, Town Church, we are praying 100 hours in person. 100 hours. Some of you, when I say, let us pray online, you won't do. When I say, let's do that, I I don't trust you at all in that direction. So we are going to pray 100 hours in person. How is it going to happen? The first thing that will happen is that from now to the end of the year, there will be an all-night prayer meeting every Friday. Every single Friday. (laughs) Every Friday. I mean, your lack of happiness is a sign, but we're going to do it. With or without you, we will pray. Turn to your neighbor and say, did I hear right? it's an all night so that those of you who claim that you work and the jobs you do nobody else does them on earth and because of that you cannot serve god and you can't pray even you you have a chance to be here that's why it's an all night i said that's why it's an all night yeah that's why it's an all night so most of the time it will be an all night if reverend isaac decides to change it occasionally to a half night no problem we'll flow with it are you there but it's standard. So start talking. You see, as I'm standing here, I'm looking at particular meet- people. I know that you are dodges of parameters. I know it. And I'm watching you live from where I'm standing. And I'm speaking to you, and you know I'm speaking to you. So if you, you know that I'm talking to you. Don't come with your excuses. Just don't come with your excuses. Every Friday, we are here praying. And we are praying for our church. If you like, come. If you don't like, don't come. What God will do, he will do. If you want to have a part in the blessing, hey, be here. Hey. Hey. Then, we will be left with a few hours, which will not be done, and we will place them in different places and finish it up. Is that okay? 31st of October, there will be a swollen Sunday here. We'll invite everybody and anybody that we can see and have an evangelistic night. Sunday, 28th of November. On that day, every basenta and every basanta will be represented by a t-shirt color. It's basenta basanta Sunday. Amen. Are you here? And me, I don't have a red you just bring yourself. It's okay, no problem. But those who like will wear it. (laughs) Everything you are arguing. Have you not seen up till now that your arguments haven't helped you? Am I? Tell your neighbor, don't let us go there again. Don't let us go there again. All right. Powerful. From the 8th to the 10th of December, we have a camp. 8th to 10th December. And I'm expecting you there. We have a what? We have a camp. Are you going to be there? 8th to 10th of December. Register, we have a camp. I'm announcing it in September. There's no other place that I announce a camp three months in advance. (laughs) There's a reason why I'm announcing it. (laughs) There's a reason why I am announcing it uh, three whole months in advance. All your demons, we shall face all. All your excuses, we shall delete all. (laughs) It's only in town church I'll come and announce a camp three months in advance eight to ten, even that one I'll bring you the excuses even that one yeah the, 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 the announcement that annoys me the most, my mother said my father said is the one I dislike the most, you know why because when you were busy fornicating you didn't come and tell me my mother, my father said When you were busy going clubbing, you didn't come and tell me, my father said, my mother said. Against all odds, you did it. (laughs) It's only when the things of God come, that you come and tell me that. My mother said, my father said. Then there are some of you who behave as if we never were lay pastors before we started becoming Christians. Remove your job from my face and just go and get your permission and sign up 8th to 10th. I don't care who you are everybody we can be there please ask your neighbor is it you who is making mommy talk like that is it you is it you is you i'm talking to some of you have held your job as if it is god you don't know that when you die your body will not be cold before they decide your replacement oh it's true a friend of mine her her pastor her her, her boss, sorry her boss died on saturday Monday morning, Monday morning, as they arrived in the office, they put another name on the door. The family had not even had the first meeting. And no, that's what you want to give your life to. It's up to you. Me, I've given you three months' notice. Lord, say you have heard. Okay. Carol's night, 17th of December. (laughs) 17th of December, we'll have Carol's night. Amen. Now, just put them down, and every week, our will remind us of the next one or two. Is that okay? Yeah. But put it down. Just keep it, I mean, in our face. I'm announcing it because I want you to participate, especially the 100 hours of prayer. Okay. I have come to see something. The more time I spend praying and talking to God, the more he resolves issues I have not spoken to him about. What I have not prayed about, that's what he resolves. You understand? By the time I want to pray about it, he has sorted it out, you know. So I realized that long prayer and taking time to come before God and pray is very, 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 very important. Many of the things you are wrestling with is because you have not spent time with God. Yeah. At times he will even alert you and some of you have resle- received alerts from me. Why should I send you a text saying, hey, brother, brother, look up, watch up. It's just, uh, we were talking, oh, It I just tell this person this. And I will say, Pastor David, what I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? Does he not talk to you about other things, other things you just hear? Yeah. So we are going to spend a hundred hours talking to God about our church. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Today is also the last day we'll be on the loyalty series. And as I have saved the best for the last. The best for the last. Today I'm going to be talking to you about accusations. From the book, Those Who Accuse You. Those Who Accuse You. I've just entitled Accusations because I'm not I'm moving a little bit in and out of the you know, in between the, the chapters. I cannot in any way preach the whole thing to you in one service. So it's just to highlight a couple of things for you. Hallelujah. What is an accusation? It's a charge or an allegation made against somebody putting blame somewhere or pointing fingers at a person. An accusation is a statement saying that you think that somebody is guilty of doing something wrong. Are you there? It will surprise you to know that many times accusations are anointed from hell. Let's go to Revelations chapter 12 from hell. Revelations chapter 12 and verse 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and Are you here? The accuser of the brethren is another name for Satan. And Satan is the father of accusers. Jesus Christ was walking on this earth. From the day he landed on this earth as a baby, Satan wanted to take him out. And wanted to finish him. He employed various maneuvers. As we can see, starting from Luke 4, Matthew 4, where he took him up onto a hill, he showed him, they showed him that, all of them didn't work. As soon as he finished the temptation, the wilderness, and he came down, he preached his first sermon, the people were admiring it, saying that, hey, it's a very good word. As soon as he finished, they were angry with him. They wanted to keep him. The Bible says he just walked. He just passed in between them. Until the day that they went to bring accusations. The week before he died, it was accusations that were brought against him. And that was what finished the whole argument. Are you there? Even Pontius Pilate, who was so... Look, Pontius Pilate knew that he had an innocent man at hand. True or false? But it was when they accused him and said, You... You are siding against Caesar. That was what made him say, hey. I wash my hands. (laughs) Accusations. Are you there? Accusations. Some people, you walk around accusing people. Today, I'm telling you that you are working for Satan. That's the one you are working for. Who are the people who are commonly employed as accusers? Psalm 41 and verse 9. Psalm 41 and verse 9. My own familiar friend in whom I trusted which did eat my bread has lifted up his heel against me. In other words, the most successful accusers are the people close to you? Familiar people. Familiar friends. Husbands. Wives. Sons. Daughters. (laughs) Beloveds. If the roommate is close. It's not just the person has to be close. Are you there? That's why some bishops, their accusations were trying to land. And when the accusation is false, why is it that we cannot just brush it off? Because accusations are spiritual things anointed by Satan. So when they land, you would think that, oh, you can just brush it off and you'll be okay. But you realize that the thing has landed and if you are not careful, it's going to make you do things you had not planned to do. And so today, I'm just sharing with you a couple of things about accusations. Because there are some of you, you are married, but you are an accuser of the person you live with. And you need to understand that what you are doing. You are accusing the person because you are hoping it will bring a certain reaction, but you keep getting an opposite reaction. The first thing I need you to understand is that any relationship in which somebody accuses the other, the relationship is polluted, sometimes forever you pollute any relationship in which you come and you accuse yeah you have polluted it have you ever seen somebody who was a suspect, they didn't know for sure Then they suspect you that you stole. As soon as the accusation comes. Afterwards, you find a person who stole. You say, oh, we're very sorry for suspecting you. The relationship will never be the same again. At all. At all. Hmm. Are you there? Wife, you want your husband to love you. But you are accusing him of having slept with somebody. Every time you accuse the relationship deteriorates further. It doesn't build. You think that it's going to work that he'll stop and come closer to you. He'll actually go further. And the same for husband who's accusing wife. But most of the time, it's more the wives accusing than the husband's. Oh, some husbands also behave like women, but Shabaya Makamataya Baba Riba Sondelebeki Matzanda Yeah. Are you there? Hey, but my husband, you see, the way the girls are, you know, let me tell you something. eh? You see, I'm a pastor, I'm a pastor, but I'm a pastor's wife. There are a lot of girls around my husband. So much so that among ourselves, we call them daddy's girls. Ah, You are now quiet. Younger than me, prettier than me. What again? fresher than me. What again? At the shape. Coca-Cola shape when we are struggling with mouth battle shape. I've been married for 34 years. I have never accused him. Not even of one person. No, 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 not for any reason. I'm not a saint. Don't start clapping. That's not the point. But just be a little intelligent and recognize that if you accuse you will get a reaction you don't like. So rather, I mother all and I befriend all. Yeah. I befriend all. Sometimes I get to the office and I say, hey, Prisla, come. Have you met my wife before? <laughs> Other times I get there, he's doing something, I don't know, but I say, hey, who are you? Oh, you are so, I so? say, okay, I'm also this. I say, that's all. That's all. I should now start. Not because you see you are worrying yourself. You are what? Eh, but it's because your husband is a pastor. No, 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 no. It's because I can see something. That accusation. I refuse to work for Satan. I will not work for you. I will not work for you. Hey, Shabaya. I will not work for you. Are you here? Some of you don't believe what I'm saying. Okay. It's a needed message. What even worries me are those of you who bring the accusation when there's no point. Ah, just the relationship we're in with you, we shouldn't have any friend again. What is that? What is that? What is that? The what? We shouldn't have any friend again. Ah. Please, if you are sitting by the nearest sister, just ask her. Because of you, we shouldn't have any friend again. What is that? And I took my I took my husband's phone and I saw that he had written this and this and what were you doing with his phone? Ah. What were you doing with it? That's my question. Let me tell you something. If you open the eyes of a corpse, when you see a ghost, don't shout. Don't shout. It's his phone, not yours. Yeah, but, but why is he telling the girl that gather? How would you have known if you had not read it? You see, now the thing is touching you. Yeah, I know his password. Why do you know it? For what? Of what benefit is it? The church is becoming Samuel. Have you not seen that since you read it, you are the one who has no peace? Not someone else. If you didn't trust him, why did you marry him? Mother, bring up your child. Eh? Tell him what to do when you are done. Stop there. Eh? Don't go to your son's phone. You won't survive it don't search his bag when you search his bag and you find a condom what are you going to do brother the light, the light on that phone is disturbing me what are you going to do the light behind your phone it's, it's, are you here what are you going to do pray over your children lay hands on them correct them and then commit them to God this kind of snooping into things that are not your business they only disturb hey you have made yourself the personal holy ghost of the person. What are you going to do? You are now calling me to ask me. I was looking in my son's bag. I've seen a condom. What should I tell you? You're asking me. I don't know what you're telling me. Whatever made you go and search. Go, go, go. You are accusing the person who looks after your children. Wisdom is far from you. I said wisdom is far from you. You have left your precious children with the person. Then you are accusing the person. Be careful. Be careful. Be very careful. Be very, very what? Careful. The second thing I want to share with you. The things that the underlying causes of accusation the thing that makes you like that is the same thing that causes madness. It's the same thing that causes madness. I'm not smiling. I'm, I'm speaking. i I'm, mean, I'm, I'm Very, very serious. Schizophrenia is madness. And people who are mad, they have a way. I'm not talking necessarily about the one walking on the road. The person is still here. But when they speak, it's accusations. The same thing. If you follow it, Let's just go to scripture. Luke chapter 6, verse 7. Luke 6, 7. And the scribes and Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day that they might find an accusation against him. I want to ask you if it's normal behavior. I thought healing is a good thing but you see when they, they are accused and accused now you are even bordering on madness so you are watching and some of you are like that you are watching for the person to make a wrong move to do a wrong thing so that you can say eh 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 I said it verse 11 Luke 6 11. and they were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus Every time I share on this point, I have to share with you a certain experience that I've not had the the, the double of it in my ministry before. One day we were home, and a couple from my husband's church came to see him. The man was living and working in the town where we were. The woman used to come and go. She wouldn't come up totally. If you know that your heart cannot end, when he's transferred, go some. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of my story on this particular night when they came to the house my husband called me and said he wanted me to sit in on the meeting with the couple so I came and I sat down then my husband told the lady tell my wife what you have been telling me so the woman said her husband has come up. He is here in Tamale, and he said he has issues. It's so so, girls, when she comes, she has to come, and she 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 begins by searching her house. When she arrives from a crown, I said, already I knew that trouble is coming. <laughs> I mean, you are coming to your house, start by searching your house. Hey, tell I'm giving yourself work and all accuses you have given yourself work to find what is wrong she talked about a lot of things but what i remember that really struck me was that she said so this but she came one time and as she searched cupboards and things she wasn't finding anything she searched and searched and decided also to search the trash cans so baller baller those of you who don't know what a trash can is it's a baller so she started to search the ballers When I tell you that accusation makes you mad. Just as an example. She searched the bowler. Then she said one day when she searched the bowler. She saw. Aha. I got him. There was a paper that had been torn. And crumpled and thrown. in. she said. I got him. And she took the paper out of the bowler. To her home. And slid out the pieces. And put them together, and sellotaped them together, and then she turned over the paper, hoping that she will be reading my diary. This and that and that and that. When she turned it over, what was it? A receipt. I want a receipt You see, when you accuse and accuse, you are going off. The more you accuse, the more off you are going. You're just going. You're on your way. So she had gone off. Now she must find evidence at all costs. So by the time she said, I was just looking at her with my eyes. (laughs) Then I asked her another question. And my question... (laughs) uh, It's a true story. Then somehow an idea dropped into my mind to ask Eva. By this time she was crying. I I wanted to ask her, so when did all this happen? Do you know that as she was bossing me the issue, it was five years old. Listen, listen. If you want to get mad, continue your accusation. Continue. There are people who sit down and accuse churches. And you make a ridicule out of yourself. Continue. Continue. Five years ago, I said no catch me. Because the way she was crying, I thought it happened yesterday. But you see, when you make up your mind and you create, you make yourself an accuser of the brethren. That's what's going to happen to you. Please, are you saying that all people are innocent? If I knew who you were, I would slap you. You would reach outside the room. <laughs> Things are often not as they seem. If you take my phone, okay, this morning, just come and count the number of I love yous that you see. And decide that. What? What will you decide? Have you seen that you can't even say it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A pastor. Ah, so if you tell me that you love me, I also tell you that I love you, especially if it is true. Ah. But here you are, persecuting your husband because your husband, who is a pastor, on his phone, a church member says, I love you very much. Do you know what the pastor means to that person? Do you know? Me, the pastor in my life is bishop. Black. Do you know what he means to me? Do you know what he means to me? Where I am, what I have, what I do, it's all from things he has said. I never knew that building a house was something. I live in my own house from what he said. It is in the word that a house is built by wisdom. But when you are reading the thing, I say, when somebody believes it and says it and preaches it and it enters you. Come on. Come on. Do you know what it means? That's why when we say, oh, no, you should think a little deeply. Yeah. A young man, he's a student here, came to sit in my office and he told me that initially his parents are separated and they used to use him as the, you know. <laughs> then he heard the preaching. That Charlie, you are a child. Step out, whatever they have. So he began to say, please. And he began, I'm a child. Then he told his mother, His mother at the time was there and she and the father, every time there were issues, his mother started a business. And every day, she was paying debt. She never had money. Paying debt, paying debt. One day, he told her mommy, the church that I go, I'm showing you how the person is blessed by somebody's words. The church that I go, they have advised us not to take loans. I don't think you should take a loan again. For some reason, the mother listened to her son. In one year, one year, in one year, he's a fee-paying student. He, had, he didn't use to collect money from his mother. It was always from his father because his mother didn't have. This last semester, 6,000 and something CDs fees. His mother just sent the money. The day she stopped collecting loans, that's the day she saw her money. Are you here? That's the, and, and, have we given her money? No. but it's what we have learned from our father. And he's blessing somebody. Hey, I don't know how I got into that anyway. Hallelujah. But somebody will stand and accuse. And the people they came to church at 10:30, one o'clock, they are still in the church. You that you are sitting at home, is it not just betting you are doing? Is it not just football you are watching? Is it not just girls' bottom you are going to follow? What you talking about? What are you talking about? The young people who have been lying in their bed, do you know the porno they have watched this morning? Pornographic quiet time, do you know? Fathers, you are standing there saying that the church is wasting their time. Do you know what your children are up to? Do you know? Hey. 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 Careful. Careful. Mm. Do you know? Mm. Hallelujah. I don't have time to preach much more. I want you to get the book. (laughs) But from today, I just want you to say that I will not be an accuser. I will not be. I may not understand everything, but until I understand, I'm quiet. I want to end with Revelations 12 and verse 10. Let me show you something. Revelations 12, 10. I heard a loud voice saying, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of the brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night look at something this is one of the times in history that the church is almost at its weakest Yeah, we don't see much by way. Many times when you go to a place to get a crusade, to go, you have to get the churches working together. But today, charismatics are against what? Methodists and Presbyterians. And uh, Methodists and Presbyterians are against Catholics and against this. And we have accused ourselves left and right, left and right. What has happened? What has happened? Look at it no salvations. No salvations. Many churches, no salvations. Strength, finish. Yeah. Kingdom of God, who is thinking about it? Power of Christ, not visible. All from the accuser of the brethren. And some of us have carried this into the house. There's no strength in the house. There's no love in the house. Nothing is happening. The day that you bring accusation down, that's when you begin to see salvation return. That's when you begin to see strength return. Have you ever tried to preach to people who are accusing you of being a thief? Hey, there are some churches they can't even take an offering (laughs) when you get that the lights don't work there's no money to change the ball because Charlie the way they have accused the pastor offering time he just says "Ah, if you want put something (laughs) because they have accused him "Ah, that he has been stealing the offering are you in the church or you have traveled the day you decide to put accusation aside your relationships will begin to grow again and they'll begin to solidify. From today, make up your mind that you will not be an accuser. Not at all. If you are watching a church and you see that you start to ask, just put it off. Go to another channel. Go to what? Another channel. Yeah. There are far more things that bind us together than things that separate us. And most of it is a decision that you make. If you're my married woman who's here, make up your mind. I won't accuse. I will not do it. Every day, you give them money, you don't give me. You see, when you go that way, as am about. Shabaya. Yay. The arrow has hit home. Yeah. yeah. Are you in the church? I believe that God will bless us when we decide to put accusations aside. Take people as you see them take them as you see them and don't dig underneath turn to your neighbor you see there was this song we used to sing I love you I need you to survive Uh find it in the songs there some of you have accused other people inside the church I want to ask you if it is your business hey Some people cannot hold their head up in the church because of accusations that have been leveled against them. Oh, it is true. It is true. I mean, how do you know? I know a lot of things I never talk about. I just keep it. Why are you accusing somebody else? Today, let it die. Let it what? Remember your own imperfections. I've told you, if you come and look at my phone, you'll see plenty I love you. So how are you accusing me, the other person? You don't give anything to anybody. That's why nobody is telling you that they love you. When you are the reason why somebody goes to school, will the person not say something sweet to you? Will they not say something nice to you? But because you only eat your own, that's why nobody is sharing love with you. You are also not sharing it. But matters make up our minds. And if somebody comes to talk to you about another person, do you know the north wind? Squeeze your face, please. Squeeze your face. Let me see your squeeze face. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. No, squeeze it properly. This one is not proper. Squeeze it so that I will stop. The Bible says, As the north wind driveth away rain, so does an angry countenance, a backbiting tongue, that's what we call the north wind. The north wind drives away. Somebody comes. Starts talking to you about somebody. Let me see some north wind. Mm-hmm. When the person sees your face, no, pet. What they come say to die. Have we agreed? I said, I want to see the north wind. I want to see it. A straight face. Very serious face. Even frown if you can frown. Take us away. I need
2: it's you.
3: You need me. Where are
6: be here this morning and I want to tell you that there's somebody who stands before God and accuses you every day and every night before the presence of God and today you want to close that mouth forever if you are here and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ the way to close the mouth of the accuser is to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior For as long as you have not received him... The enemy will keep on accusing you, standing before God, challenging your prayers, challenging what you want to do and what you want to say. But this afternoon, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here. You've not given your life to Jesus or you're not so sure of your stand. Maybe you did it a long time ago, but you feel that I'm not sure of my stand. I'm not sure I'm backslidden. And so the enemy is speaking too much. I want to close his mouth forever. I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand for me. Just lift it where you are standing. God bless you. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it. If you have lifted up your hand, please come to me. We're going to pray this afternoon. We're going to silence the mouth of the accuser. Just come to me. You lifted your hand. Just come. God bless you. God bless you you come this afternoon the enemy will not have anything to say against you again we will close his mouth because you belong to Jesus oh yes
3: with words from my mouth I love you I need you to
6: if your heart is beating Jesus is indicating to you all is not well step out of where you are come and join us here just a prayer To give our lives over to Jesus. And forever the mouth of the accuser will be closed. If you're standing in front here with me. I want you to pray. Thank you for coming. Pray this prayer with me. You want to say Lord Jesus. I come to you today. As a sinner. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. From my sins. Please write my name. the book of life lord jesus from today you are mine and i am yours thank you for saving me and closing the mouth of the accuser of my life in jesus name father i thank you for these ones standing before you this morning i pray that your grace will be with them that the accuser will accuse them no more may you be a strong and present change In their lives in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F O L C I U D A C. God richly bless you.